Turns out, everything you think you knew about probiotics may be wrong. It can get pretty confusing with the market saturated with probiotic everything. Let me give you my personal take and share what I got introduced to back in October. Seeds DS01 plant-based capsule is not only a probiotic, but a prebiotic. There are 24 strains of specifically formulated probiotics targeted for digestive health, gut immunity, as well as additional systemic benefits. There's actually a prebiotic capsule encapsulating the probiotic inside, which ensures that the probiotics actually make it to your colon with 100% survivability to do its job. Many think of pre and probiotics as only gut support. It does support the gut barrier, but Seeds DS01 also supports other areas of the body for whole body benefits, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. Healthy regularity and an ease of bloating are just a few other common perks you may experience so if you want something to help balance out your bowels and start a new healthy habit for the new year and your life, go to seed.com slash digest25 and use code digest25 to receive 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Hey guys, welcome back to the Digest This Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Cameron, and today's bite of knowledge, we are talking about a certain ingredient that can change your blood cells, may even cause cancer, but don't worry, there's good news at the end. So without further ado, I'm going to talk to you about TBHQ. Food allergies, it can cause that. It can also impair the immune system. And in today's day and age, I think we all want the best immune system possible. So the FDA often approves ingredients without really understanding how they may affect the human body. I mean, how did red number 40 and artificial flavors get by, right? So the FDA approving something doesn't really mean anything to me. The preservative known as TBHQ can be under that category, and it's no surprise the FDA has overlooked its health consequences, even though they categorize it as, quote, may be safely used in food, end quote. And on the other hand, the Center for Science in Public Interest, they recommend avoiding TBHQ whenever possible because of the potential it has to promote cancer formation. TBHQ can be found in Reese's peanut butter cups, Cheez-Its, and other snack foods. So what is it and why is it in so many of our so-called quote food? Well, Let's take a look at what the science says about TBHQ and what to do about it in terms of your own diet and lifestyle. All right, so what is it? Well, the National Institute of Health's official definition of TBHQ is, and I quote, TBHQ is a white to tan crystalline powder. It has a very slight odor. It is very soluble in water and is used 
as an antioxidant in food and cosmetics and as a chemical stabilizer. It is also an ingredient in some ant and roach insecticides, end quote. First of all, the term antioxidant here might sound good and perhaps a little confusing, but TBHQ isn't the healthy antioxidant we often think of when eating blueberries or drinking green tea. The term antioxidant they are referring to is simply meaning that it stops the oxidation of molecules in food, hence antioxidant meaning TBHQ is stopping the food it's being put in from going rotten or rancid. It's simply a preservative and definitely not the good kind. Many legal synthetic food ingredients have never been thoroughly studied in a human population, and so the, quote, safe limits of TBHQ were determined by mostly short-term animal research studies. Let's just be clear here. TBHQ is a man-made compound that starts as hydroquinone, which is an agent used in photographic development and for reducing silver, by the way, and then has a group of chemicals added to its molecular structure. Now, that's a lot of technical mumbo-jumbo in explaining the entire process of creating TBHQ, and there's a lot more that goes into it that even I have a hard time pronouncing all these technical terms. Right there, that's a red flag. If something is hard to pronounce and going too scientific, you have no idea what it is, it's man-made, it's just it's just a recipe for disaster or maybe a recipe for TBHQ. <laughs> And here's a fun fact, TBHQ shares some molecular structure with other molecules like those found in lighter fluid. Now let's take a look at what foods TBHQ are in. Now there are some loopholes in labeling laws, meaning that food labels do not always have to list TBHQ as an ingredient. Yes, you heard me. Foods that contain TBHQ include processed fats and oils, such as canola oil. And in a study published in the National Library of Medicine, they found TBHQ present in canola oil, even though TBHQ wasn't actually added to the oil. So think of all the restaurants that use this oil for cooking, sauteing, and frying. If you ever go out to a restaurant, please ask them what oils they use and when in doubt, opt for something grilled that you know no oil is not going to be used because on the grill is just on the grill or opt for maybe a salad or something like that. I know I never recommend salads, but maybe just don't don't eat at the restaurant. <laughs> now, most packaged foods, including... Act to microwave popcorn, Cheez-Its, Reese's peanut butter cups, Cheerios, honey nut milk, and cereal bars, selected varieties of Dove chocolates, Frito-Lay peanut butter filled crackers, Herdez instant traditional refried beans, Kellogg's Club crackers, Keebler Elf sandwich cookies, Kellogg's Pop-Tarts, Lunchables pizza kits, Marketside chicken Caesar salad, which are commonly sold in grocery stores in the deli section in ready-to-go single-serve salad mix containers. I mean, 
those are just a few things that TBHQ is added to. And I mean, I could go on. The EWG actually has an extensive list of items listed alphabetically from items that have TBHQ. However, I did review the list and there are many that are not up to date. So when in doubt, just check ingredients, you guys. Now let's talk about the five dangers of TBHQ. First of all, number one, your immunity. Now, If you're concerned about your immune health, as we all should be in today's day and age, well, TBHQ may be one culprit to point the finger at. In a typical amount with what an average person might consume each day, TBHQ can actually inhibit some of the immune responses that help your body fight diseases. One mechanism by which this seems to work is that the preservative activates NRF2, which is a protein that controls antioxidant function. While many stimuli that activate the NRF2 uh, cause it to boost antioxidant activity, TBHQ actually causes NRF2 to negatively interact with proteins that control immune responses, such as white blood cell function. And some evidence even suggests that the antioxidant dysfunction caused by TBHQ is sometimes independent of NRF2. Now, regardless of how it works exactly, TBHQ may inhibit immune supporting processes in the body, plain and simple. And it's possible this damages the function of your immune system and possibly causes you to be more susceptible to illnesses. Secondly, it could potentially promote cancer. And I know that's a big uh, statement for me or anyone to say, but there is research to back this. Now, there's not clear correlation, however. So it seems true through various studies published in the National Library of Medicine that TBHQ does cause some cancerous or precancerous effect in animals. It may also increase resistance to chemotherapy drugs and help cancer cells live longer. Other evidence seems to suggest the opposite. So check this out. In some lab and animal studies, TBHQ inhibits or slows the growth of some cancer cells, including lung and colon. It may also not cause any type of cancerous um, uh, particles in certain animal subjects. So It's a little bit confusing. There's some contracting um, scientific research on both ends, but something that may or may not cause cancer still seems like an an unnecessary risk, in in my opinion, especially when it holds that there's just so many other things that you could use besides TBHQ. Um, And plus there's other risk factors that are known for TBHQ leading to our third risk factor, which is neurological symptoms. So get this, you guys. The National Institute of Health has recorded instances of various neurological symptoms related to TBHQ consumption. This includes vision disturbances and convulsions. I actually 
posted about this a few weeks back on my Instagram when I talked about TBHQ being in Reese's peanut butter Easter eggs. Now, the fourth alarm is that it's possible for TBHQ to damage the structure of red blood cell membranes. And any damage to cell membranes is certainly something to steer clear of if possible. TBHQ can also lead to food allergies. Now, possibly one of the most dangers of TBHQ is its potential to induce or worsen food allergies. So a researcher at Michigan State University has been conducting research in immunology and specifically how TBHQ interacts with immunity. They state that low doses of TBHQ increases IgE response to food allergen and exacerbate clinical signs of immediate hypersensitivity. Now keep in mind, the doses being studied here are not very high. They correlate only with what the average person might consume, which is even more concerning. So how do we avoid it? Well, it should be pretty clear. Don't eat anything containing it. (laughs) But sometimes it's not all that simple. As I previously mentioned, sometimes it's not even listed on the ingredient list as TBHQ. So it could be slipped in here and there. TBHQ could have been used as a sub-ingredient for the actual ingredient listed, and they're not required to list sub-ingredients used to create the ingredient on the label. Okay, but there is good news, you guys. <laughs> First of all, TBHQ is water soluble, meaning it doesn't bioaccumulate, aka build up in your body. So once you stop being exposed to it, you can reduce any problematic symptoms it might have caused previously. If it feels overwhelming, I, I know that's a lot of information, but if you're overwhelmed, And if it feels overwhelming to just make the changes all at once, start by making easy substitutions. So here are a few. For high heat cooking at home, use coconut, olive, avocado, oil, or ghee in replace of the vegetable or canola oil. And of course, instead of soda, try plain carbonated water with a splash of juice or lemon. Spindrift uh, also makes great refreshers that contain no sugar or no natural flavorings. Those those are great options too. And of course, opt for fresh foods when possible as you could be sure fresh foods such as whole fruits and vegetables, fresh unprocessed meats, eggs, and even simple cultured dairy products, you can pretty much guarantee those won't contain it. Getting rid of TBHQ from your diet will not only help improve the quality of how you feel, but the quality of your life and loved ones. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share it with two of your close friends and family members. And don't forget to share it on your social media and tag me at Little Sipper so I can see that you listen too. I always love knowing you enjoy these little bites of knowledge and would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section as well. See you guys this coming Wednesday for a seriously amazing interview. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McComb. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.